Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. And today is the first episode of the new series after our summer hiatus. And yeah, it's been a bit of a long summer with not much going on, hence why there's a hiatus. Because there's not many shows on in the summer, that's just how it is. You've got the, you've got the festivals where most people are at and you got people on holiday so it's just not commercially viable and it never has been commercially viable to do shows during the summer holidays anyways that being said today we are on Sean Paul who's on his comeback tour and today in Cardiff he's here and it's not a big show it's only two 40 footer trucks and a handful of uh, long wheelbase sprinter vans so inside what is what we got here so we've got line arrays that are too wide and 12 deep and you've got a set of line arrays set a little bit back pointing 45 degrees outwards for the surround sound effect you've got three led screens one at the back of the stage which is relatively small though compared to what other screens it's not an entire uh, it's not from it's not the entire height it's just what um, four meters by uh, six meters so not that big and then you've got the side screens so obviously they're going to vision mix between the uh, between the camera positions and what's going and uh, some VTs as well lighting wise no sorry at the front of the stage you've, you've got five stacks of subs which are three high by three wide and you've got a front fill on each one of those stacks and they've got them on wheels so they've got them probably ratchet strapped to the front of the stage which will be a pain in the ass to car- uh, when it comes to draping the stage but that'll but we'll have a look at that later on there's not much lighting wise so far you've got a, you've got a handful of booms at either side of the stage with a handful of moving light washers and that's all I can see lighting wise at the moment there's no back lighting bar so there's going to be a front of house one and a lighting bar just at the front of the stage as well so I mean that's what it's suggesting with uh, what's with all the winches that are down at the moment stage wise you've got a few different levels on there at the moment so stage left you've got the drum riser, stage right you've got a different riser which is empty and centre stage you've got another riser where I would assume that there's a DJ booth, a DJ perch being built as we speak. So not much is going on particularly at this moment and it's being a bit of a slow build. Currently the mixing position's not even been built yet. Uh, although they have fired up the centre screen which is being run off the media server which is probably backstage and it will uh, connect to the lighting desk and be run that way later on uh, one would assume so we're going to take a quick breather now and um, report back in a little bit once we know a little bit more we'll be back after this So not only does Master X Media have a series of podcasts, but we also have a series of books. The first book 
is actually two books, it's volume one and volume two, of a tribute to working at sea. The best fiction is based on truth. This is a compilation of short stories, rants and poems loosely based on the author's experience at working on a cruise ship. Some of these stories are based on actual events but highly exaggerated, whilst other stories are pure fiction. The title of the book A Tribute To is fitting with the tone of the book because like a tribute act, it is a blatant altered reality where you can enjoy it knowing it's not quite the truth. There are things of alcoholism which used to be highly prevalent within workers in the cruise industry as well as stories with a sexual nature. So sit down, relax and enjoy the ride of A Tribute to Working at Sea Volumes 1 and 2. All of these books are available on Amazon and are available in paperback and on Kindle and the links for all of these books are in the description below. And we're back. So, the plot thickens. It's actually a three truck show today. And the reason why it wasn't here for most of the day is because unfortunately there was a medical incident with one of the truck drivers. And it took a while to get someone to come and bring the truck down from Manchester because that's where it was parked for, uh, from last night. Which is unfortunate. And we hope that the truck driver does get better and on the mend and back work and back to work as soon as possible because it sucks being ill so what was on this truck well all the lighting equipment pretty much the booms were on the other, one of the other trucks but um, everything the whole truck was all lighting so you had the dimmer and control racks on a dolly which came which was first to come off and went down to uh, distro world you had stage left and stage right trusses which are doubled up so you got one above the other and what and the one below uh, and the one beneath is suspended by span sets or slings and it's also acting as a feeder to lx1 lx1 is mid stage and lx3 there is actually an lx3 which is split into two where which is either side of the back riser i want to say back riser the upstage riser and they're all LED wash units with I which I believe are either spiders or BIs, but they're both the same kind of unit. And then there's front of house one which is being rigged in front of the stage and as soon as it goes up it'll be up out of the way. There was no more stage action, so they're moving all the subs into the correct places ready for the stage to be draped. And once they're all plugged in I'll be down my way. I'll be down there to make sure that that's all up and running perfectly very very shortly. On the front of house truss you've got a load of mole phasers which are pointing into the audience and you've got a load more wash units pointing onto the stage which could also double up as crowd washers as well. So it's all hands on deck to uh, finish off the lighting because they were like <laughs> eight hours behind schedule because of the uh, truck not being here and it's going up pretty damn quickly because everything was in position ready for the trusses to go up so as soon as they're in position fly it up and then plug it in that's all they need to do and because all the trusses were pre-rigged already and that means and pre-rigging means all the lights already attached in place with all the uh, 
data cables and all the power cables ready to go all you need to do is connect the uh, connectors either side up into the main loop and you're ready to go it saves you hours upon hours by putting the time in at the start of the tour so now those are up in the air at working height they've taken the wheels off the uh, front of house trusses and they're about ready to winch it to its top dead and if you don't know what a dead is it's the uh, top well you've got the top dead which is the maximum it's allowed to go and the lower dead is the minimum it's allowed to go simple it doesn't move there it's at a dead stop that's why it's called a dead anyways we'll be back after this the Royal Carnarvon Crescent by Paul Collis from Master X Major when a neighbourhood dispute explodes into an all-out war. So Chaz Bruford, his wife Ellie and their young daughter Aurora move into Carnarvon Crescent. They soon become aware of the troublesome next-door neighbour who makes a point of living in her house for over 50 years. From the moment Chaz arrived and began to unload, his new neighbour takes an instant dislike into him and she goes out of her way to make Chaz and his family feel unwelcome. The animosity quickly spirals out of control from both parties and the mutual respect gets lowered right into the gutter from the outset. Chaz comes to realise that this is not just any war, it is a neighbourhood war to end all wars. This book is available to buy on Amazon and this book is available on hardback, paperback and Kindle. This book is pure fiction and should not be used as a user manual. So let's take a quick look at Jean Paul and his history. So, Jean Paul Ryan Francis Henriques was born on the 9th of January 1973 and is a Jamaican dancehall rapper and singer who is regarded as one of the genre's most prolific artists. Paul's singles Gets Busy and Temperature topped Billboard Hot 100 charts in the United States, and most of his albums have been nominated for the Grammy's Best Reggae Album with Dutty Rock winning the award. Sean has also been featured in many other singles including chart toppers Baby Boy with Beyonce, What About Us by The Saturdays, Rockabye by Clean Bandits and Cheap Thrills by Sire. Sean Paul's mother, Frances, was a painter and is of English and Chinese Jamaican descent. Jeez, that's an interesting mix. His paternal great-grandfather is Sephardic Jewish family immigrants from Portugal to Jamaica in the 17th century, whilst his paternal grandmother was also Afro-Jamaican. John Paul was raised as a Catholic, though he also attended a Jewish private school, Hittel Academy in Jamaica. Many members of his family are swimmers. His grandfather was the first Sri Lankan men's national water polo team. His father also played water polo for the team in the 1960s and competed in long, in long distance swimming whilst Paul's mother was a butterfly swimmer. When Jean Paul was 15 his father was arrested on charges of manslaughter and sentenced to 15 years in prison. He was released for good behaviour when Jean Paul was 19. Jean Paul played for the national water polo team from the age of 13 to 21 where, when he gave up the sports to launch his musical career. He attended Wilmer's Boys School and the College of Arts, Science and Technology, now known as the University of Technology, where he was trained in commerce 
with a name for pursuing an occupation in swimming. In 2012, Jean-Paul married his long-term girlfriend, Jodie Stewart, a Jamaican TV host. In August 2016, it was announced that the couple were expecting their first child. On the 26th of February 2017, Jean-Paul announced the birth of his son, Levi Blaze. Their second child, Rami, was born on, uh, on the 20th of August in 2019. His discography is Stage 1 in 2000, Dusty Rock in 2002, The Trinity in 2005, Imperial Blaze in 2009, Tomahawk Technique in 2012, Full Frequency in 2014, Live and Living in 2021, and Sokra in 2022. And he appeared as himself in the film Belly in 1998. So now we've known a little bit more about Jean Paul, who I guess has kept his nose clean out of uh, out of most of the limelight other than being uh, being a performer and being out there because there's not much else on there and that's a good way to live he's obviously living a humble life and not making trouble for himself by living a good life we'll be back after this a tribute to men that hate their jobs is a brutal but witty portrayal of working a job you hate in this podcast, there are themes explored in which happy workers simply wouldn't understand unless they listen to these cautionary tales from a man that lost his ideal job because of the global pandemic. Be warned that this podcast contains strong, offensive language that some listeners may not want to hear. In addition, this podcast is definitely not recommended for younger audiences. The links for this is in the description below. So how was Jean-Paul? Well, the sound was really good, actually. I was expecting, I don't know, I was expecting it to be loud and muffled with the power behind his sound system. And obviously, uh, it's a bit of a scale back one compared to other artists that have been in here recently. But the money was spent in the right, in the right way throughout the whole show. So the uh, AV, they, only, they had a small but tasty screen. It was a high-res LED screen, and <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the largest, but it didn't need to be the largest. And same with the uh, stage left and stage right screens as well. They're all in sync, and they're basically showing footage of the uh, music videos that he was of the songs that he was actually singing at the time. So it was just more of a complimentary thing, and the screens did a lot of the legwork for the stage. Now, lighting-wise. The lighting was kept very basic and simple because at the end of the day, Sean Paul just wanted to be seen. Yeah, he wanted to concentrate on his art, on his uh, reggae rap, and it worked. He didn't want all these elaborate lighting effects. He just wanted to be seen, and he wanted his musicians to be seen, and he wanted his uh, dancers to be seen. So there's nothing massively elaborate about it, and the screens did a lot of the legwork sound wise it was good i mean it was as i said it wasn't as loud as, loud as i was expecting it to be but the mix was uh, very clear and uh with the, with the type of equipment that they had there could have been a bit more clarity it's definitely of gold standard but it's definitely not the 22 carat uh, standard that we're used to or even the platinum standard i would say it's more like 18 carat but hey it's 18 carat that's still pretty goddamn good 
and how did the audience appreciate him well they loved him they loved every minute of that show you had for the first time since the arena reopened after the pandemic that we've had sellout shows but they weren't fully attended but tonight the uh, show was completely sold out and it was 100% attendance as well so that's the that's the first Sean Paul got everyone in there and everyone in here was was well into the mood they are well into the show and they were enjoying it I mean the bar sales alone was sky high everyone enjoyed themselves and Sean Paul and his band and his dancers they were all on that stage enjoying themselves something chronic and at one point <laughs> some some lady threw her phone on the stage I think it probably had a message uh, but it never got seen because uh, security immediately picked it up and took it to the side of the stage waiting for the owner to come and get the phone and there are a few things thrown onto the stage as well such as um, bras and panties as well we had a few of those but on the whole it was a very good show and the audience loved Sean Paul they definitely got their money's worth and it was a good value show for a load of dedicated fans who loved listening to Sean Paul if you've liked this podcast please hit like subscribe and share and if you haven't already done so, why not check out more content from Mosfex Media by clicking the link in the description below. And that will take you to all our podcasts, all our YouTube channels, and our books and social media. So until next time, guys, bye for now.